Hello and welcome, family. You are now listening to the Justin Tristeo podcast. My intention for this podcast is to bring you into a deeper relationship with my own personal story and everything that I've been through to get me to where I am today in hopes that you find inspiration for your own life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. What's up, family, and welcome to each of you that are joining in and receiving this message. In full transparency, I have no clue what I'm going to do with what I am sharing here, but I am doing this with the intention of continuing to explore how I can be of greater service through my voice, through my stories, through what I've been through, through my knowledge and everything that I've been able to um, receive through my life's journey. And I felt like deepening my relationship with more longer form podcasts and or messages or uh, speaking engagements in the way that I'm doing right now, I felt like I would be able to uh, really share a message and cultivate a greater level of understanding through topics that I feel are very necessary and needed to be expanded upon in this time uh, and space in this world. So one of the topics I felt called to share on specifically here today is about using your voice and a voice as the avenue to expressing your greatest truth. And I just want to begin here and just in style, uh, in the spirit of transparency and, and vulnerability, because I do feel those qualities are what the world is in desperate need of. And we need more individuals that are expressing their truth, which is really what the intention of this, this message is today. And I feel very often, and maybe you here listening today, wherever you're at in your life, you may resonate with this. Um, you know, over the over the past few years, I've struggled, as most may not understand or they may not see in me. But for a very long time, I've always struggled to to utilize my voice, to express my voice, to express my truth, to share what's on my heart, to feel like I had a purpose or that there was a purpose to my expressions. And, you know, I think that this started off for me at a, at a very young age. And I feel very often this similar thread or story or storyline is uh, intricately interwoven inside of a lot of our lives growing up as as children. You know, I think a lot of the time when we try to speak our truth or we, we try to speak up at a young age, a lot of the times our voices may be uh, not received the way that we want them to be received or expect them to be received. And in that process, sometimes we begin to lose trust in speaking up and speaking our truth and just being ourselves. And, you know, a big reason and uh, coincidentally and or paradoxically, the reason for me doing what I'm doing here is to continue to expand upon my voice, to continue to grow as a leader, to continue to trust uh, who I am, to continue to trust what I have for the world, to continue to trust that I have a message, to continue to trust um, in everything that I'm here to share. 
And I kind of want to utilize this time and this and this energy and this space now that I have you to not only just share stories from my own personal life, but also to bring you into this message so that you can hear something that you may need as well. And I feel as if, you know, if you're listening to this message right now, there's no coincidence and that you have a vast purpose and a reason and, uh, you know, a unique code that God has distilled or, or imprinted inside of you to be some form of a leader, uh, to be some form of an individual that has a, a reason and a purpose to use his or her voice, you know, your voice in these times and in this world. And I feel one of the greatest things that we can utilize um, in the relationship with our voice is the connection to our story. You know, how our story emerged, what occurred in our life to bring us to these moments. And there's been so much for me in my own personal story that has brought me to this yearning to express it more uh, to greater levels, to more and more people so that they may find solace and reason and guidance in their own storyline and their own purpose in their own um, life's experience. And many of you guys listening, depending on where you may have entered into uh, knowing me, you may or may not know how far or deep my story goes. Uh, but I'd love to start off sort of again, just on the on the theme of not having a voice or not feeling worthy, not feeling worthy. And for me, that started as a, a young boy, you know, specifically fast forwarding to the ages of, you know, 16, 17, 18, when I was growing up as a, a young adult in this world and, you know, exiting out of high school and and me having the urge and the yearning to just be someone, you know, to prove to myself, to prove to others that I was worthy and capable of being someone worthy Um on this earth. And, you know, that led me to a path of, of entrepreneurship at a young age. Surprisingly enough, many people don't know my background is, is in entrepreneurship. And from a very young age, I never really connected or aligned with school or the idea of school. Not to say that school is bad for anyone that, uh, that has taken that route or that path, but I've always been connected with this idea of not allowing anyone else to control me, no school, no government, um, no job, right? And uh, when I was 18, I actually worked as a server. That was one of my first jobs that I that I had. The first one that I had actually was was cleaning a building. Um, that was one of my first jobs. And then I transitioned into uh, being a waiter or a server at a breakfast restaurant. And then I worked at Olive Garden for three, four years as a server. And halfway through my Olive Garden career as a server, I I kind of just continue to have this call inside of my heart that there was something greater for me. You know, I knew that there was just something big burgeoning inside of me that wanted to be expressed. And uh, business was always something that sort of intrigued me. Being a businessman, uh, being self-made, self-sufficient, uh, creating my own schedule, being on my own time. Again, having no one tell me what to do <laughs> and just me taking control of, of my life, my finances, when I show up, how I show up, how much effort. I share and and how I believed I can uh, I I deserved to receive uh, in reciprocal nature to the effort that I put out, which I feel as if can only occur in a in a self um, 
you know, when you're on your when you're on a boss, when you're your own boss and or uh, entrepreneur, if you will. So to carry on the story, that was when I began to study and be intrigued about real estate. And um, I began to sort of study for real estate. I had a few friends that were in the business that that put me on the right path and the direction to get my license. So what happened from there was I got my license and I started to do real estate. And the funny thing was, is I was still at Olive Garden and I was in this sort of space where I knew life was beginning to to test me because as I mentioned earlier, I had this urge and this yearning and this real knowing that I was meant to do more, but I was very comfortable at Olive Garden for anyone that's ever worked a server job. Um, it's not the greatest money now, not what I know now, but it uh, feels like good money for what you're doing and uh, you know, beautiful people work there. It's very sort of like a communal space. Uh, people are really nice and there's a community that's almost built uh, within the relationships with each other's servers. And Anyways, the reason why I share this is, you know, I, st- I joined this office and I won't go too much into this story today. I'm sure this can be another topic for another day. Um, but what I will share is that there was this moment where, again, that doubt and that fear and that worry and that shame sort of was emerging inside of me as I began my real estate career, you know, two, three, four months down the line. Uh, I didn't really know what I was doing. You know, I, I I was almost ready to quit at some point. And there was just this sort of deep fear of, of not being good enough or not having the capacity to uh, show up for myself and, and succeed. And to really make a make a long story short here in relationship to my real estate career at uh, the age of 20 or 21, I don't quite exactly remember the specific timing, I actually made the leap to quit Olive Garden and to go full time in real estate. And all I remember was it was it was that decision. It was me taking that leap of faith, that full trust that I knew that God and this 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 creator, uh, whatever word we want to put in that place. Uh, I knew that that was what was needed to propel me to this next phase of my life. It took just so much trust and courage to make that choice. And after six months, seven months of doing no deals, making zero income, uh, it was really that leap of faith that really propelled me to attract in the experiences, the people, uh, the knowledge. So many different synchronicities and beautiful things began to occur in my life when I made that leap. And I started to slowly uh, build this momentum is what it felt like, this deep momentum. And I began to close deals and I began to succeed at a rapid pace because I started to build this self-confidence, this self-assurance and this trust in myself. And uh, I have that capacity inside of myself. And maybe you relate to this where it's just all it takes is the, the first few steps. And once I have those steps and the momentum going, then I can carry it forward. And that was exactly what occurred for me. And I think that this is where I begin to sort of go a little bit deeper into uh, my awakening side, which is what what a lot of you guys are now seeing um, in this phase of my life, uh, or at least the 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 what occurred after in uh, in this awakening process. A spiritual awakening would be the best way. And uh, at the age 21, 22, 23, and 24, I began to sort of really expand financially in my entrepreneurial 
career and in my real estate career and I began to make six figures plus my numbers were just continuing to grow I was continuing to succeed and you know at a, at that time when I was contemplating getting into real estate I thought that in my mind at that time at that age if you can just imagine um, you know this is when the this is when social media was, uh, the, you know, the businessman was a lot bigger. Entrepreneurship was on the rise. It felt as if, you know, the more success that you have in your life, the greater, the nice cars and nice clothes, all of those things as a young man that is so attractive. I thought that by me achieving and succeeding and receiving those things that I was going to feel fulfilled and happy and, um, you know, in love with life, like everyone portrayed it to be on, on the social media videos and things like that. And, uh, uh, what occurred for me in those moments when I begin to receive those different accolades, the uh, acknowledgement, the money, the numbers in my bank account, uh, the ex access to cars and uh, the nice clothes and, you know, really just access to anything. And I've never really been into those things in full transparency. I was definitely what I feel to be without uh, playing the victim role. Uh, I definitely feel as if there was an influence through lack of maturity into those things through my environment and me not being able to discern what was right for my heart or trusting who I was inside, which goes back to the topic. And really to, to go back to the intention of what we're sharing here is I was, I was beginning to really feel this void inside of me. And, you know, the success that I was beginning to experience in my life brought me so deep into the darkest aspects of my psyche, of myself. I began to experience what most people would claim to be anxiety or a severe depression, which then led to panic attacks and uh, just deep feelings of apathy and purposelessness and just not feeling uh, right. You know, my world began to almost, I explained it a lot of the times with people that are close to me where it felt like my, my world was, the colors began to dim and I was seeing almost in black and white. My, the world was closing in on me. I felt very uh, interesting. You know, for those that may be familiar with this awakening process or have gone through it or maybe experiencing it even right now to some degree, uh, there's there's always that that dark night of the soul. And I was so deep into it in this moment of my life. And it was really through business and this uh, this sort of like deep success that I was that I was uh, experiencing in my life through real estate and all the accolades that I was accomplishing in my life that brought me so deep into myself. And that was really what led me to ask the bigger questions like, why am I here? You know, what am I really here to do? Why do I feel this way? Uh, there has to be another way. And I feel as if anyone, you know, the at some point in time, the soul will always bring you to these, you know, these turning points in your life. And it's up to us to listen to it. And, you know, without going into too much details, I think that, you know, this being my first one, I'll go into more details as things progress. But I really fell in again to this this deep depression. And um, I felt like I was losing touch with life. And I always mention to people, you know, it got to the extent where you know, there was suicidal ideologies and, and thoughts. And, you know, many people don't know this side of my story. They only see where I'm at right now. And I was just a very, very deeply, deeply lost. And I tell people, you know, now that we're speaking with these mental health issues and, and these things, I share very often that um, I heard someone say this and it resonated with me. And he said, you know, it's not as if I was 
ready to take my life. But if I didn't wake up the next morning, I wouldn't have been mad, right? It's not as if I was ready to take my life, but if I didn't wake up the next morning, I wouldn't have been mad. And that's the best way I'd be able to describe what was occurring inside of me in those moments. You know, I was just so tired. It just didn't make sense anymore. I felt like I had no purpose, no reason to keep living. Um, but the truth is, on the other side of that, even in my deepest, darkest days, I felt this tiny ember somewhere inside of my spirit or my soul or my heart. You know, I didn't have those words for it back then, but I just knew somehow I was going to make it through. You know, I just knew my job was to continue to to listen, to pray, you know, and, you know, I always tell everyone um, when you're stubborn in those moments in the dark night of the soul, it just continues to get louder and louder and louder and louder. And the signs just get 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 more obvious and more louder and louder and louder until until one learns how to listen. And for me, in my life crisis, in my life story, in my life's journey, many different things occurred from physical health to mental health to um, just many different things that were occurring inside of this dark night of the soul is what I would call it. It got so loud that there was no other choice. There was no other choice but to listen. And just like that leap of faith that I took a few years prior when I was 20, still working at Olive Garden, taking that deep faith, that deep, that deep jump, you know, that courageous leap into the real estate career, I knew as if I was at this, this next turning point where I had to take another leap. I had to take another leap into this internal life um, to connect with my soul and my spirit and what truly, truly mattered. And again, it was calling all of the courage and the trust that I had inside of my body and everything, every bone in my body wanted to deny and to run away from what was going to happen. But I had two choices. It was either as if I was going to end my life or I was going to fully commit myself to understanding everything I can know about why I'm here so that I can assist others to understand why they're here. And that's really the inspiration that that catalyzed the liberation of my awakening. And the teacher began to appear, the teachers began to appear, uh, the different books, uh, the many different wisdom streams, so many beautiful synchronicities, just like I mentioned prior in my other, uh, when I when I took the, the first leap into the real estate career, the same thing began to occur in my, what I'd call spiritual life. And everything slowly and slowly very achingly slowly <laughs> began to make sense and I started to put things together and many things that I knew were true inside of myself I began to heal I began to actually make the decision the conscious choice uh, to to say yes to trust to surrender to open to listen and to do what was right to finally listen to my soul to finally listen to my heart the the guidance that I always knew the whispers uh, the whispers as I would say and I feel as if in this world, there's so many people that are either going through what I've gone through and or, or on the, the, the transitional point of just needing to take that leap in whatever way and wherever you're at in life, you know, really just requires you to take that leap and that full faith. You know, sometimes God just needs that permission. Uh, he just needs to know that you're all in. And I remember times where I was still living at my parents' house. This is probably around the 23. 
23, 24 year age mark when I was really deep in this process where I just metaphorically and literally fell to my knees and said, God, if you put me in the right path and the right direction, I promise to do nothing more but to continue to serve this world, you know, and I just made these, these vows, you know, every single night I get so, I get chills throughout my entire body, even speaking this, there was just this commitment that was made between me and God, me and source, me and creator, that if you continue to lead me on this right path, I would do nothing but righteous things with it. And it was a visceral knowing, you know, and I would break into tears and cry and cry and cry, you know, just this, this deep somatic cry, uh, for, for, years really and and this healing process would continue and I would slowly but surely enter into this process where I would reconcile these darkest aspects inside of me that were stopping me from guess what finding my voice you know and, and I feel like at the deepest level finding your voice is finding your truth and finding your truth is finding your purpose and when you find your purpose you find your why and when you find your why you find service and you begin to transcend and, and enter into to a, a, a new space, a new time, uh, a whole new life. And that's really when the, the second life begins or the first life, the real life begins when you enter into the service aspect where you want nothing more to do but to continue to assist the, the healing and the upliftment of humanity. And that's really why I'm here. You know, my, my, my deepest concern and my deepest commitment to, to my life right now is just to continue to use my voice, to continue to use my heart, to continue to show up in the greatest way possible with what I know and what I've been provided to be of service to the world. And it makes me so emotional inside just speaking about these things because it is an honor and what I feel to be a romantic time to be alive. It's, it's an exciting time to be alive because there is, many of you guys have heard me say many times a vast awakening occurring on this planet and it is happening at a rapid pace one that we haven't seen for thousands of years uh, people's hearts are beginning to open uh, souls are beginning to be begin to ignite with this this remembrance and uh, there's this deep calling for people to to find their voice again and it's people like yourself and I uh, that will one day um and we are doing this right now, lead other individuals that are lost, that are afraid, that are alone, that don't remember who they are, why they're here. And we will be the ones that lead them to uh, to heaven, you know, to heaven on earth, to this this deep fulfillment, to this deep purpose, to, to service. And again, remembering why we are here. And I feel like that's a deep part of what I'm expressing here. You know, through the expression of the voice, finding your voice, trusting who you are, trusting your purpose, trusting your message. And what I'm clear and convicted of now more than ever before is we all have a purpose. We all have a message. We all have a distinct code that God had, has put inside of us to be expressed. And within all of these expressions, we find this beautiful harmony. Um, when we find this, this, this unique code inside of us and we all have access to it, we just have to, to understand how to, to access it. 
uh, for it to be expressed. And this is the path that I'm now on and guiding people through. And I hope and pray as times times continue to progress and as you drop into these deeper, more prolonged messages that I assist you in this illumination of your heart and your soul and your purpose. And uh, I pray for nothing more than, than you to continue to step into your voice and to your truth and to lead with your heart because humanity is in desperate need of more heart-centered leaders that are standing for, for higher ideals like truth, love, beauty, and harmony. Uh, so I appreciate you taking the time to listen. I know that there was uh, many different sort of uh, ways that I approached this message, but I'm sure it'll all make sense here very soon as I continue to progress in whatever I'm doing with this message here. I thank you for your time, your attention, your love, your heart, uh, your presence, and um, thank you. What's up, family? I just wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and receiving my first podcast episode. The very cool thing about this specific episode is that as you could tell, I literally had no clue what I was going to be doing with what I recorded when I recorded it. I'm looking forward to many more episodes. I will be speaking on amazing, beautiful topics that I feel need to be expressed and expanded on. I'll see you on the next one. Like, comment, subscribe, whatever you do here in the podcast realm. I'm sure I'll learn more as I go. And also, message me on Instagram. Let me know what resonated with you. Let me know how this podcast landed. Let me know what you're experiencing in this moment of your life. I'll see you on the next episode. Much love.